0: CFF presents 1% better, a podcast about
1: CrossFit, nutrition, coaching, mindset, and community.
0: Join us as we embark in casual conversation to shed light on what life is like within these black and yellow walls. With episodes coming at you every Monday, you can follow along with Coach Whitney and Terran as we talk shop about all things CFF. All right, we're here. Episode number 43. Uh, this is going to be a good one today. I woke up today and I was thinking it's soapbox day.
1: You're even standing in class on top of a stack of weights and you're like, we're going to podcast and it's going to be a soapbox. <laughs> like you are standing on. What is getting you up on your soapbox
0: today? Um, I think just recurring conversations in different Avenues or like coming through different avenues, whether it's in my NSIs I've been having with some people lately, uh, goal reviews, just general chit chat with the members and non-members, also, like just people in general, about sort of thinking for yourself, right? Like why always remembering why you're here, what it is that you're doing, like why we're doing what we're doing, and you know, sometimes we get a little bit lost on our way. And I think just circling back to like, why did you start this in the first place? Where are we on that journey towards that? And what do we got to do to get back on track and moving forward?
1: So you could also argue that your soapbox is also about ensuring you have a why and you're connected to your why and maybe like revisiting your why if you are lost along the way. Yeah. It's like a double soapbox.
0: And I think there's a lot of people that may not know what their why actually is, or they may think their why is one thing, but they're so it's so like superficial that they haven't really been able to tap into sort of the underlying things behind that why, which are way more powerful and more meaningful than this superficial thing that they might use as their why. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. And I think the one cool thing about like our our intake process now is that the people coming in have those whys and we know those whys.
0: Yeah. So and, I mean,
1: and not necessarily have those whys cause we all have whys, but like they are made aware of their why. And that is more on the forefront.
0: Somebody might sit down story. with me and I say like, what brings you here? You know, mm-hmm. like, what are your goals? And they might say, Oh, I just want to lose 10 pounds. Now, if you just stick with that, and try and build a plan around that. There's not a lot of meaning to that Mm -hmm. when things get tough or things get challenging or things get in the way, right? Like that's a very superficial thing is I want to lose weight. It's important. Don't get me wrong, but let's like dive a little bit deeper into that. Like, Mm -hmm. why is this weight loss important to you? Mm -hmm. Is it one of the questions I would also ask, you know, do you have something coming up? I just spoke to a lady a few days ago who has a wedding and another person I'm working with has a wedding in August. Mm -hmm. So now we have a timeline on this. It becomes even more important, something like that, but you don't necessarily need that timeline. You know, that series of questions can go anywhere. Like, well, I think I would feel better. Okay. Well, let's talk a little bit about that. What do you mean by I need to feel, I want to feel better. Well, I have low energy or I crash in the middle of the day, or I just don't sleep well, or, you know, I'm just laying around on the couch and don't really feel like doing anything. I'm not motivated to do anything. Well, there's lots of different reasons when we dig a little bit deeper into that. Mm -hmm. And I love going through that process with, with people, especially like during the NSI process, because you know, they're coming in for what they think is one thing. And it turns out to be something entirely different and more complete. Mm -hmm. And it's more compelling that way. Mm -hmm. You know,
1: it was interesting. I had somebody in not even for anything specifically, Um, it kind of turned into like a goal review nutrition chat and she left going like, this was kind of like a therapy session. I was like, yeah, like that's what we're here for, to like help solve problems and help like, and listen and figure out like direction. And, And again, like, the why and how we're going to get there. Yeah. It was and really
0: cool. That's going to look a little bit different for everybody. And mm-hmm. when you say that it's almost like a therapy session, like, yeah, absolutely. When we dig really deep into that, why mm-hmm. I've had many people sitting here in front of me in tears yes. when all they simply did was come in and say, I just want to lose weight. Yeah. Well, you know, that I just want to lose weight became way more heavy with mm-hmm. a lot more meaning. Mm-hmm. So
1: then do you typically find that most people who are like influenced by others or influenced by trends or whatever the influences are lacking that
0: why? Oh, absolutely. Because you don't have direction. Right. And okay. meaningful direction. Yeah.
1: And so what would you recommend they do to unpack or uncover that why?
0: Like themselves?
1: Yeah. Well well, yeah, like, and maybe somebody can figure that out themselves, like obviously reaching like for our members reaching out to you or I or our coaches to have that conversation yeah, that but, is a
0: simple gory. yes, right, absolutely, there.
1: yeah, but even like on your own, if you're doing some like like if you're listening right now, like what could somebody do right now to kind of start getting them thinking about their why or reconnecting with their why? I just put you on the spot, you
0: did. And I'm kind of thinking of it from somebody who may already be like a member mm-hmm. who is already invested in this process, yeah, you know, maybe think back to like why you came in the beginning, mm-hmm. and then we gotta just sort of layer that down, like you came because maybe you hit a promo, mm-hmm. okay, well, at that time it was easily accessible to you. it mm-hmm. fit better into your life, like what else was going around or going on in your life at that time, and what sort of things have changed as a result? Where are you right now like are you stronger than when you began? Is that why you started? That you just needed to feel stronger? Did you need to have some health changes? And then sort of dig a little bit deeper on that. It's it's hard doing it to yourself because I think a lot of the times we don't actually be as truthful as we need to be to ourselves yeah. and also accountable to yourself, right? Like, But when you have someone else here sitting here grilling you with those questions, not grilling, it's just okay. casual yeah. conversation, right? Yeah. But when you have someone else asking you those questions to dive a little bit deeper, I think you're a lot more honest. And mm-hmm. it sounds like a weird thing to say because generally this is a stranger sitting in front of me. But I've already established that connection with you that I you can trust me. I'm here to help you. Mm-hmm. And I think people are a lot more forgoing with those types of um you know, important information pieces mm-hmm. once they have somebody trying to provoke it out of them, mm-hmm. you know, or just yeah. like guide them to those answers rather is a better way of saying it.
1: What would you say you're like the most common why you get from people?
0: I would say it's confidence.
1: It's not what I was expecting you to say.
0: What were you expecting?
1: Uh, well, okay. And maybe this goes back to like what you just talked about. I, I was expecting like a weight loss thing, but I well, guess when you mean, unpack, like yes. that is the superficial.
0: The most common thing I hear is I either I need to lose weight or I need to like get my health in check, Mm -hmm. which equally go hand in hand, but the underlying condition or not condition, but underlying reason of that is I don't feel as good. Okay. Well let's talk a little bit more about that. And it becomes, I just want to be more confident, whether it's with their body, with themselves, with the things that they do in their real daily lives, with their job, their family, their husband, wife, whatever, it doesn't Mm -hmm. matter. They're just lacking confidence. And I mean, we both know, and I know our listenership knows that once you get into this environment, whether you're a one-on-one client or a group client, when you're faced with the type of challenges that we can present to you and you're surrounded by this supportive environment, like it goes hand in hand. Mm -hmm. You know, you're accomplishing small things right off the start. Those small things become more challenging and technical things as you get more experienced and everything is just continuously rewarding and you've got this supportive environment around you, pumping you up and celebrating the heck out of you. It's pretty hard to not come out on the other side feeling like a million bucks. And so as soon as I can dig that down with somebody, you know, I know right away, I'm like, yes, I 100% can help you.
1: Um, why do you think that people are so easily influenced by other things and kind of lose that why do you? Okay, hold on two part question. Do you think people have their why and are influenced by others? Or do you think it is strictly a, not being connected to your why, and that influence comes in. And I say others, I just mean an influenced by anything, whatever that is. Does that make sense?
0: I'd say B. So lack of a why, lack of a why, or lack of a clear why. Do you think? And both? so when I say clear why, I mean like the underlying things, yeah. not the thing on top, because the thing on top you think might be fixed by many different things. Mm-hmm. But when you dig down a little bit deeper, that specifies it a lot more.
1: Do you think though that maybe you have your why, but your commitment to your why isn't strong enough or the plan for achieving the goals that surround your why aren't strong enough, the support might not be there for those. And then the influence can creep in.
0: So Does that makes sense. Yeah. Two yeah. fold answer. Um I would say, partly yes, you're not connected to it, but if you're not connected to it, you haven't dug down deep enough. Like, you know, for example, when we get really deep into that conversation, it's you want to feel better or work on your health stuff because now I now know that you have family that runs down the same path that you're about to. Mm -hmm. You want to keep up with your kids and set a good example for your kids who have now been watching you binge eat and Mm -hmm. you feed McDonald's to every night. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it's just, you aren't, you haven't dug down to a deep enough level that makes you committed to it. Mm -hmm. Like there's a certain element that like, And so I'll give you mine, like, this is the purest example of it. When I, 10 years ago, right before we started the gym, my brother had a huge health scare, like ended up in the hospital. If they didn't run the red light getting there, he might have not ended up in this situation or like in the good situation. Um, And when I walked into his hospital room that day, he went into a diabetic coma is what happened. And so I don't know what you, if you know, or our listeners know much about people in diabetic comas, but like the smell, the roll, like his eyes were rolling around, just stuff like that. I walked in and that was an immediate, like, I don't want to end up in the same situation as my family. I don't want to end up in the same situation as my brother. Like, this is just not for me. And everything I did from that point forward was to get myself on the right path. I mean, I was a gym person. I, Mm -hmm. I, you know, I worked out, but I worked out half-assed. I worked out because I was playing basketball, Mm -hmm. but then for a period of time, it became like, no, I'm, I'm going to focus on my eating 1000% because I just watched my brother go into a diabetic coma and I love five cent candies. Let's not get it wrong. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, just things like that. But when you can dig in a little bit deeper, you're now rooted within it. And it Mm -hmm. like every decision that you make is, you have that flashback. It's like, do I really want this right now? Probably not, because if I go down this t- this road, this takes me away from this decision I have made for myself. Right? Mm-hmm. I think the other part too is that social network or that support network, and you know that looks like everything. That looks like the person you spend the most time with. I arguably I would say you are the average of the five people that surround you. That's a very cliche thing, but it's also a very true thing. And if the people that surround you, a Don't support you in the way that you need it. Like that's a problem, right? Mm -hmm. Especially when you're trying to make this commitment to yourself, to these deeper reasons, whatever they might be, Mm -hmm. you have to be surrounded by people that support that in the way that you need. Like, I think that's an important detail, right? Mm -hmm. I think a lot of the times if we don't have that, if we're too superficial with that wire, we don't have that. It's too easy to let that sort of non-support, Creep in. Does that make sense? Yeah. Because now that support becomes superficial. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, and I don't think that support has to have the same goals as you, but they need to support you in the way that you
0: need it. Yeah. And it's a very broad way, like, that's a very Mm -hmm. broad statement that you need these people to support you, but like, and that support is going to look different for Mm -hmm. what people need. Like, some people need the cheerleader, some people need the Mm -hmm. slap it out of my hand type of thing. Like, it just, it doesn't matter what you need it's just as long as that group of people that you surround yourself your husband wife your kids your family members your friends the people in the gym the the environment in here like whatever it might be you have to put yourself in the best possible situation and if the if the five people that surround you automatically are not the best possible situation like you're you're making this a lot harder for yourself mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and that's a hard thing to do. Like that's a that's a hard conversation. Before even on having that hard conversation, that's a hard thing to understand and become aware of. Yeah, you know. And then once you are understanding and aware of it, it's a hard conversation to have, both with yourself and I'd say your support network too. Yep. And we experience that all the time with our clients. You know, especially I would say more so the nutrition clients because they're trying to make bigger changes in more hours of their day Mm -hmm. and especially where these people are surrounding them. So take, you know, your spouse, for example, Mm -hmm. you're trying to eat these and make these healthy meals and your spouse wants you to buy chips and pop and all this shit. And that just makes it a lot harder for you. You know? So we probably see it the most in that scenario. And a lot of times it's just coaching our clients through like, it's okay to have that conversation. Like if you support me in this, this is what I need you to do. Mm -hmm. And if you're not willing to do that, like something's got to give here. So. Yeah sometimes it just looks like your friends too. Like you're trying to give up alcohol or something and you know, for whatever reason, and your friends keep on to partying on the weekend with you. Like, is that the best situation to put yourself in? Like, yeah, you want to be friends with these people, but that doesn't mean that they like, they need to quit doing what they're doing. Maybe you just need to change your plans or change your conversation, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's a big one
1: for sure. And I think too, that comes with some trial and error Absolutely. in terms of how you want to be supported. Cause, because sometimes getting somebody else to like quit cold Turkey and jump on board with you doesn't work. And I think just constantly going back and forth and figuring out what works for you and your support system yep. and will make you the most successful for sure. Um, so let's talk about influences and in others and how, how would one, okay. Do you think one would notice that external influence on themselves or is that something like others see? Do you know what I
0: mean? I think it's more apparent from the outside, right? Because like I said, sometimes we're not willing to admit it to ourselves. mm mm-hmm. I'd probably say most times. Mm
1: -hmm. And how, so even if you like saw a friend or something like going down a path that maybe they're being influenced by others, like what would you say to them? Or is that something you can address? Or is that something they just kind of need to learn on their own?
0: I think that's a situational question. True. Sorry.
1: I have a hard question today. Man,
0: as a situational question, it depends on the relationship you have with the person. If you're able to give them that type of information, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know, we've dealt with best friends in, in our nutrition system that have had to do the whole wake up call with their friends. Like, mm-hmm. listen, this is, this is what's important to you and the yeah. behaviors and actions mm-hmm. you're displaying don't match up with that. And yeah. we're going to stop you right now type of thing. Yeah. Like that's more mm-hmm. situational. Mm-hmm. I think it's more apparent from the outside and honestly, like, it's a hard lesson to learn on your own. It truly is. Like you're not, if you're not honest with yourself and not aware of it,
1: mm-hmm.
0: if you have that person that can tell you, I, I'm not really sure what that conversation might look like. Cause that's a hard one, but it's, sometimes we just need some tough love. Yeah. Like here are the things that you say are important to you, but what you're doing is not like what you're showing me mm-hmm. is not what, what lines up with what you're telling me, you know? Mm -hmm. And do you, do you really think that this situation you have yourself in is the best possible for you? And so I say that in the gym sense, you know, sometimes it's a spouse who may not agree with how much time you spend at the gym or how much money you might spend at the gym or something like that. And it's just like, is it important to you? And that's one of the first, that's also one of the list of questions that we talk about in our NSI is like, Who else other than you does this affect? Mm -hmm. Who else other than you is it important to? And usually when I ask that question, the answer is always no one. It's just me. Like I'm doing this for me. Mm -hmm. So if you're truly doing this for you and the support system or the situation you have put yourself in doesn't enable you to truly do this for yourself, then why are you doing it? Mm -hmm. Like why, why waste your time or put yourself in a situation that may not be as empowering or Um, more set up for success. Like why make it harder for yourself?
1: Yeah. Mm
0: -hmm. Why waste that time?
1: I think something that stuck with me that you said to me a long time ago and that I, and I go back to quite often when I have to make like harder choices, it's like in the end, it's only you. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, it's just you, like you're you and yourself. So like making (laughs) choices that are good for you. You Regardless might come home
0: and be in the house with someone else, but at the end of the day, it's you and you yourself, and and that's it. Mm-hmm. Every decision that you make strictly impacts only yourself. Like mm-hmm. you, yes, we think like, oh, I'm going to make this monetary decision, and it affects my family, and yeah, sure, a little mm-hmm. bit, but at the end of the day, if that monetary decision makes this situation better for yourself, mm-hmm. that's all that matters, mm-hmm. right?
1: And and I guess. That, I think that one was a hard one for me to digest because it sounds very, very selfish um, when you hear it, like when you, when you say in the end it's only you and it's like, well, no, it's this and this and this, but, but no, it's really only you. And I think when you do invest in and make the choices for yourself, the trickle down effect generally is a positive one or ends up being a positive one and then that affects a lot of people. But you have to make that choice based on yourself. Absolutely. Which is super hard to make.
0: I could, yeah, see, and I don't, that's a hard one for me because I don't, that is the way that I have always thought. Yes. And that just pertains to my personality. I can see how that would be a learning curve for someone who doesn't naturally come about that assertiveness. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But once you start doing that, all of a sudden, again, here, you've got this confidence about everything that you do, because you know that the decisions you are making strictly only impact yourself.
1: And I think once you start making those decisions based around that, like putting yourself, your why, your goals at the forefront, it it then becomes easier. It Absolutely. becomes much easier. Yeah. And, and again, it comes back to your why. Like, why are you doing this? And then those choices are just easier to make. Mm-hmm. A lot
0: easier, and it has to be that deeper why. Again, going back to the very first thing that we said,
1: mm-hmm.
0: like, oh, I'm I'm doing this because I'm coming to the gym because I want to hang out with the people. There's like yes, that's a byproduct thereof, right? Mm -hmm. That's like a perk. Yeah, you're coming to the gym for a very specific reason. Now, what is that reason? Let's find out what that reason is Mm -hmm. because it's a reason about yourself. Mm -hmm. And you might say, "Well, I'm coming for the people," so that means that like I'm here for the social aspect of it. My mental health, I need all that stuff. Okay, cool. Let's talk about your mental health. Like Mm -hmm. there is there's something that's about yourself, Mm -hmm. right? So if we're having problems in that area. Where are those problems stemming from? Can we deal with those things and then trigger that, or not trigger, but like funnel that into why you're here? The people being there and this, the environment you are putting yourself in, those are perks. Those are byproducts thereof, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. They will always be there. It's this: when things get tough, what is the thing that you can hang your hat on? Yeah. You know.
1: Or like, why do you set your alarm? For 5 a.m. so that you can make it to the 6 a.m. Do like, those people mean that
0: bed? much to you that when it's minus 40 in the morning at in dark pitch 5 a.m.? Mm-hmm. like It's yeah. pretty easy to turn your alarm off when it's just about the other people in the class, you yep. know? But if you're there because you don't want to end up down the same family trend, all right, you'll wake up. You'll mm-hmm. get out of bed. And then, hey, guess what? You get to hang out with all those people. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. The thing that gets a little bit challenging is when people don't understand what those, what that why is. And I would probably put that more so on our older members mm-hmm. who haven't gone through our no financial process. Like our newer members have, yeah. you know, and again, my fault learning experience, like that's why we're trying to get on track with these goal reviews so that we can now find that goal or that why and help you find that so that you do have these reasons that you now know are so much deeper than I go because I like it or I, mm-hmm. I go because I love the community you know?
1: Yeah. Those well, and are- I think from a coaching standpoint, like understanding those whys helps us be better coaches. Absolutely. At nutrition or like in the gym itself. Like even with my masters, like coming in, when I talk about movements, it's like even just explaining why we do the movement so that I can connect to their why, Hey, we're doing dumbbell hang power cleans. Cause this is the, the equivalent of you picking up your grandchild. Like, this is what this looks like in real life. And I know that that's a touch point for everyone because they want to be able to do that. Like, that is part of their why for coming here, to live a better lifestyle, to have better range of motion, to be able to keep up with their grind.
0: And it adds an element of care yes. as a coach. Yeah. You know, like, I know these things about you now, and yep. I am invested in helping you get there. Yeah how many people have supportive people like that in their life? You know, like let's take away the the members standing next to you Mm -hmm. and just talk about that coach that's standing there in front of you that knows that you have this wedding coming up and you're sitting here in desperate desperation. I need to look, I want to look good and feel good standing at the altar waiting for my wife to come down the road. Like Mm -hmm. when that person can sit in front of me and I can see how badly they want that like they they have envisioned that and Mm -hmm. as they're explaining it to me I can now envision it also and I want it just as bad if not more Mm -hmm. for them which is a side conversation talking about wanting clients goals more than them Mm -hmm. that's a that's another topic let's let's put that on the list for another time okay but it adds an element of care as a coach that it just who has people like that in their life Mm -hmm. not many No. The other part about it too is, and I'm going to use myself specifically as, or as a specific example from my coaching experience, it has helped me develop empathy, which is not something I had a lot of. And now that I have sat down and had these greater, more meaningful conversations with every single person that has come into the gym since June, I now have this level of empathy that I didn't have before. So, you know, I'm just way more invested in what you're doing. And again, Who has people like that in their life? Does your employer care about your job as much as, as you think, Mm -hmm. you know, probably not. Does your husband, is your husband invested in what you're doing at the gym as much as you are? Probably not. Maybe for some people, Mm
1: -hmm.
0: but you got this person that's standing up there coaching eight people that knows every single thing about those eight people and can tell you exactly why you need to do this deadlift relative to why it, why you are here and what that is, what is important to you.
1: That's cool. Mm -hmm. That is cool.
0: I'm a little biased, but that's kind of cool.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Now I kind of just want to like scan my class and like say everybody's kind of like reasons. And and it's interesting to me
0: because I've been doing this 10 years, right? I've been a CrossFit coach for 10 years. I've trained all these people. I've worked with over thousands of people. And in the last almost 12 months is finally how long it took me to develop some empathy which might make me sound like a terrible person, but I mean, that's just my personality yes. and the fact that I can continue to get better because I care. All right. There's my soapbox. That's a good soapbox. I think so too. That's something I've learned about myself. So.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so obviously we'd suggest members reach out for a goal
0: review. So yeah. I mean, that's the first step. And I don't understand for some people the hesitation about it. Like, is it, I think some people are just honestly scared to go into that deeper level or they're just complacent. And that, that's another episode. (laughs) I'm on it today. See complacency is like the worst. And I, if like, if that's what's holding you back that you're you think you're fine the way things are, (laughs) Like, if we're not always getting better or striving to get better or always have some sort of forward thinking, like, you're doing yourself a disservice. We're here to make the most of our lives. That got deep.
1: That's the empathy coming out.
0: Is that empathy? (laughs) No, it's not. (laughs) The
1: soft side that the empathy has revealed.
0: It's just... It's like one, it's just a conversation. Like, I am here to simply help, right? Like, or we, like, it's not just me that does mm-hmm. the goal reviews. Like, we're here to help, and I can't help you if you don't even know how you need help. Like, let me help you find that out. Let me help you down that road.
1: And as much as we have like those casual conversations with our members in between class, or if it's a lifting day during class, or whatever. It's not the same as like coming in and sitting down and unpacking stuff.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And Just
1: solely focusing on that.
0: My favorite conversations to be honest in the goal reviews are the ones where people say, I just can't find the time. And I'm like, awesome. Here's how I can help you. Let's go through your daily schedule. Like mm-hmm. and one person I worked through an entire week's schedule with them and showed them like, here's how we can fit three sessions in. Mm-hmm. And when, The busy season comes upon, here is where we're gonna fit only two sessions in. And here's what we're gonna do about that third session, how we're still gonna get that work in because we need that work, etc., etc. etc. And at the end of our half an hour conversation, this person felt so confident about the next three to four months that were ahead of them. And like that's what that's what we're here for. Like it's not always come in and okay, let's work on this skill or that skill or let's do nutrition or whatever it might be. It's like if you're having troubles, let us help you. That's yeah. what the goal reviews are for.
1: Yeah. Well, and like, how like refreshing is it to Absolutely. finish that and like have some clarity and have a clear direction and a plan and just like something to focus on instead of just set the alarm for five a.m. stroll into the six a.m. do the work, leave, and repeat. like
0: you're a robot, right? You're a yeah. robot with no meaningful purpose to the steps that you are taking in your day. Yeah. And, and I get it. Some people are like, I don't need goals. I'm happy doing what I'm doing. Like, I mean, I don't get it, but I, people say that, mm-hmm. but again, that just comes back to complacency. Mm-hmm. And I would challenge you look at other areas in your life. Are you complacent in those areas too?
1: Mm-hmm. Like
0: there is growth out there waiting for you. You just have to take it. Like you have to have the initiative to want to get better. If we're not trying to get better, why are we doing what we're doing?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I mean, get better, that's a loose term. That get better means different things to different people. It's get healthier, get my blood metrics under you know, way better, mm-hmm. like score better or whatever. Good. Lose weight, chase after my kids, do a squat properly. Like mm-hmm. that get better looks a little bit different.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's okay because the fact that you have things that you're chasing or want to do, that's all that matters. It doesn't matter what's on the end of it. It's just when you get lost that you don't have that, maybe you, and I mean, this is maybe an entirely different conversation, but maybe you don't even have that desire. And arguably I felt like that too, like life ebbs and flows. I say that to you all the time. And usually that's caused when we have high stress in other areas of our life. Mm -hmm. It's like, then you feel like you're literally just coming here to go through the motions because you have these other stressful things in your life that's okay. I can help you deal with those other stressful things too. Like I helped somebody work through a process to quit their full-time job and do what they wanted to do. Mm -hmm. Like what they were passionate about. I've helped multiple people do that actually. And it's just, it it looks a little bit different for everybody, but just don't become complacent because.
1: Because what? I (laughs) I feel like you had a good thing there. I'm just like,
0: I've literally said this like 50 times, but just
1: don't become complacent.
0: that's, that would be my greatest fear in life, complacency. And I think that if I ever became complacent, complacent about anything that I was doing, installed my growth, desire for growth. And I mean, this goes for the people I surround myself with. This goes for my friends, Mm -hmm. my family, everything. It's just, if you want to hang with me, (laughs) this is, this is what I'm about. And I will never change that. And as a result, I will inspire you to attain that attitude. And now look at your life change, you know? Mm -hmm. So if I ever become complacent, you can just hit me with a rock.
1: (laughs) Well, well, honestly, like that's what I'm over here thinking. Like if she ever comes complacent, like what's the, what's the point? Like, honestly, that's the kind of the vibe I get from you. Like, What's the point if not why do it if you don't?
0: Why do something if you're not trying to always just be better?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And arguably, that's where one percent better came from. You know, that became a strict model of our entire last 14 months was one mm-hmm. percent better because you we hit lockdown. It's like you could play victim or you could take control and just work on being one percent better every day in whatever avenue of your lifestyle it was. Mm-hmm. So, wow, we've really gone in lots of different directions here. This is truly a soapbox episode. <laughs>
1: yeah, it, is. it was a good one. Needed. Definitely needed.
0: I just surround yourself with the right people. Mm-hmm. Understand why you're doing something. Have a plan to help you execute that to be successful. And then it's just like a cycle because once you have that plan, you need to surround yourself with the right people to then continue working towards whatever that why is to then rebuild a new plan. Once you achieve that, why, and then it just cycles again. You're like, all right, I've got this new goal. Mm -hmm. Make sure you have the right people environment Mm -hmm. around you, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Cool. Like I feel bad for people that don't have access to a support system that is truly empowering or positive or whatever you might need it to be. I feel bad for those people. And whether they just reluctantly choose not to put themselves in a better situation, or like we talked about, they're unaware of it. Mm -hmm. It's just like that grass is way greener on the other side of the fence. And all it takes is a decision to be about yourself. Yep. All right.
1: Do you need a ladder to get down from your soapbox? (laughs)
0: I get a little bit passionate about this stuff, especially when it becomes like personal growth and why we do what we do. I'm all about goal setting, but okay. When you, when you dig a little bit deeper on that, why, like I'm about goal setting. We did that awesome episode at the beginning of this podcast about a two part episode about goal setting, but you dig that deeper for myself. It's because I don't want you to be complacent. So to wrap this up, (laughs) If you need help setting goals or finding that why, like, please just reach out. I want to have that conversation with you. That is my purpose in my life is just to help you be better, help you find that growth. Like just give me that opportunity, right? Mm
1: -hmm.
0: If you know what your why is, but you're a little bit lost, please reach out. I will help you find that, make that plan. You know, if you need help having that conversation, or maybe you're just not sure if you're one of those people that might fall in that support system that's not really a support system just reach out mm-hmm. I am here to help we are here to help it does like you can't it's tough to do this on your own
1: I'm just over here nodding my head if you wish ever could see me just nodding <laughs> but it's true it's very true and you might not think you need this support system and that you can do it on your own, but eventually, some point there's gonna be a stumbling block or you're gonna need somebody to help you along the way.
0: One of the things I've learned in the past year is it's pretty hard to do everything yourself. To think that you need to put on some facade of walking with your chest high and your chin high. Like it's okay to say to somebody, This is hard. Yeah. Like this is hard for me. I need help.
1: You've learned a lot this past year.
0: This has been one of the greatest years of my life, which not a lot of people can say about Mm -hmm. COVID. But for myself personally and introspectively, ooh, big word, this has been a great year for myself. And in return, as I said, the people that surround themselves around me, around the gym, because that is what the culture has become. If anybody hasn't noticed that, that is what the culture has become. Mm -hmm. Because I am simply trying to, elicit that in the people that come through our front doors Mm -hmm. is that we are always striving to be one percent better Mm -hmm. and if you're not if you don't care about that maybe this isn't the place for you and i have no problem saying that just needed some silence there (laughs) (laughs) yes but that absorb
1: in yeah there
0: all right This is a heavy one. So if this has brought upon like any questions or thoughts, I would absolutely love to hear them.
1: Also maybe one like worth re-listening to.
0: I think so. When you're feeling like lost and low, maybe unsure of what steps you need to take to move forward. Rewind this one. Yeah. Cool. Is rewind even a thing anymore? Um, like pressing rewind on the VCR. Some of these Welcome people track. listening to this are going to make like eight track jokes and we're not old enough for eight tracks. So
1: no, I've never seen an eight track me in my neither.
0: Life. jokes back at you guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay. As always, you can follow our socials on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, send us a message. If you want to ask some questions or if you got any content or not content, but like things to fire back at us about our podcast, I would love to chat with you about this stuff. Um, yeah. Episode 43. This is yeah, a good one. We needed a refresher one like this.
1: Mm-hmm. There you go.
0: Okay, I'm off my soapbox. Catch you all later. <laughs> <laughs>